Welcome to VG Empire 132. I'm your host, Brett Elston. And uh, bringing us in was uh, Shinji Hosoe's Digital Root from 999, the start of the Zero Escapes series. But I'm joined by two guests. I'm padding time because one had to walk away for just a second. Uh, <laughs> but, but, but to my right. Uh, Shinji Nakamura, protagonist what? of... I'm going to go ahead and say I'm Mike Grimm. I'm going to use go. my real name. We're going to back out of this. Right. Uh, I am Chris Antista, number one anime fan, Superbook, and Flying House for Life. <laughs> I'm more of a Super Ted fan. Superbook. Uh, <laughs> my, my grandmother buying me anime. I can still never get over that. But uh, this episode is a weird one in that uh, it's a series, Zero Escape, which mm-hmm. began on the Nintendo DS as uh, in 2010 in the U.S. as 999. Damn it, I was thinking which of Deception for some reason. Oh, 999, the weed number. The weed <laughs> number, yeah. Uh, the, the devil number. Uh, nine hours. Me and nine my girlfriend were nine 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 last night. Great. <laughs> so, uh, so no one was pleased. Yeah, everyone was just <laughs> moving to conga line. I don't know why. It's a clean show. Uh, nine hours, nine persons, nine doors. Um, yeah, it, it and followed by the next game in the series, the one that Grim and I played, which was Virtue's Last Reward. Yes. Excellent, excellent game. And then the most recent one, Zero Time Dilemma. Escape Dilemma. The nine. part of the Zero Escape trilogy. Yes. Um, but yeah, what brought us in was Digital Root from 999. Uh, and, I, and I like that song because it has all these little nuances. Uh, actually, that, that's from VLR. Sorry. Okay. That's, I, I forgot that we were going to go chronological after I brought it in. Um, that's Digital Root. Um, but it has all these little nuances and effects that I associate with the Zero Escape series. All the, like, echoey or what 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 Yeah. Um, it's weird because it's going for, like, it obviously has to be ambient since you're generally just, like, noodling puzzles out yeah, the whole yeah, time. Yeah. But then it has this, like, sort of digital menace to it. Yeah, so it's like, everything is super claustrophobic yeah, yeah, and yeah. menacing. Um, but you are supposed to be solving puzzles mm-hmm. or... I was trying to find a good clip to play, but they're all so verbose I could not find a good <laughs> single one. You're either solving puzzles or you're having piles of exposition oh, yes. thrown at you. Heaps. Um, um, but it is at least characters interacting and not a narrator going, I always wanted oh. to be a puzzle man. <laughs> as far back as I can <laughs> remember, I wanted to solve puzzles on a DS. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Shinji worked on uh, the PS1 Tekken because Tekken had different soundtracks on um, you know the arcade oh, really? arcade versus... I didn't actually uh, know that. Well, Tekken 2 and 3, definitely. Mm. Uh, Street Fighter X series, the custom Robo series, worked a bit on Xenosaga Episode 2. Usually a collaborator and all these things, but I think the Zero Escape series is all, you know, all him, which okay. is which is pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, so it begins in 2010 in the U.S. Um, with nine 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 person nine hours nine persons nine doors nine doors yes. Um, but yeah, DS and mobile versions I think came after, and then you get updated HD versions, and then this one never really got brought over to Vita. Vita, and, yeah, right, because the other two are yeah, the other two yeah. are on Vita. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Uh, the first one is from Chunsoft. Yes. Uh, the first chapter of the Zero Escape series, where each game involves a well, fairly... You might know them from Danganronpa. Fans. Danganronpa, yes. Or the, uh, what, Street Pass game? One of the good yes, ones. Yes, they did do one of the Street Pass games. Um, was it the uh, Warrior's Way? Yes, a glorified rock, paper, scissors that I played to completion twice for some reason. <laughs> uh, each of the games does involve this like large cast of character trapped mm-hmm. in a saw-like environment. Very saw-like. Where uh, there's something on their person or something in the environment that will kill them if they don't follow rules set by some overseer. Mm-hmm. And it's all about everyone solving puzzles and having to work together. And then, of course, the obvious intrigue and backstabbing that goes right. along with all it's that. It's like, uh, what is it? Uh, was it Murder on the Orient Express? Yeah. Except every character is the tropiest anime character Absolutely. trope you've ever seen in your life. It's really a funny little mix. I thought VLR did a pretty good job of not getting too tropey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but they're definitely there. Um, but yeah, think escape rooms that are super popular now, um, yes. but that take 40 hours. Uh, to get through and, and also that you most of them they people wake up in them and they don't know why they're there much like Saw you're just like what it's like my old job why are we all here yes yeah Laser yeah time? it's like what's it called no. um, yeah. just it, trapped in an office 40 hours a week <laughs> complete it get out wake up it happens again <laughs> <laughs> But it's like many, it's uh, got the old boy, uh, yeah. Configuration oh, yeah. Too, too. Ooh, yeah. that's a, that's a reference I got. There you go. I want to point that out. Um, <laughs> you know what an escape room is, right? I know. Yes, and, and old boy especially. Odesu. Um, but a nine nine nine, which which made some waves back in the day. I can't believe twenty ten is back in the day, but it was seven years ago. Yes. So, uh I think I opted for this over Layton because oh, I thought yeah, okay. Layton. I like the look and the like feel of it, but I thought it was like too abstract like the puzzles from the gameplay yes this so, does a little better job of that yeah Leighton is very much like oh I say old chap yeah hello there puzzle puzzle yeah and, and meanwhile like the uh, Italian countryside music plays or mm-hmm. I don't know but I, I didn't finish any of the Leighton games but yeah this is very much like 
the puzzles are what's the word when uh, the the, the Organic, Scrap. integrated. Well, they're organic, but like the ludonarrative dissonance between. But, uh, uh, like, oh, there you go. There you go. That's the word. Uh, <laughs> why things happen in a game versus what you're doing. And... Yeah, yeah. They feel sort of natural in the sense that your anime tropes wandering around a puzzle. Tunnel. Yeah. Uh, I mean, granted, there are plenty of puzzles where you're like, "This is borderline Resident Evil." Yes. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But they are in, they are in the game that is what you're actually doing and someone wants you to solve this puzzle for a reason. Um, but 999 is uh, people find themselves on a cruise ship, mm-hmm. the windows are blocked, the doors are locked, and you have to pair off and solve puzzles. And the antagonizer is a person named Zero. And there will be some spoilers in this because some of this stuff you just kind of got to get into to explain yeah. why it's so cool. Because when I heard about this at first... I was like, I don't need to play a visual novel that takes forever. Also, if you're going to play this, this is one of those games where it's like you have to play through it three times. Like, yes, yeah, the first ending is not the real ending, and you have to do it again. But it gives you the chance to skip most of the dialogue on replays, which yeah. is nice. So that's where I think VLR really improves on it, and that's yeah. why if any of these you should play, that's why I put VLR okay. um, because nine 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 is it's harder to go back. You have to like, I think you like literally have to play through it again. You can skip and speed through, but you still yeah. have to. go through things and that can take a long time because it is all at the end of the day these games really boil down to what seems like just like you are all trapped in my dungeon get out (laughs) is actually a super mind-bendy thing about morphic fields and how uh, the past can be influenced by the future classic and uh, 999 ends up becoming like it's an elaborate experiment to study and prove that morphic fields exist and that means where people have borderline supernatural powers could share information telepathically across time and space. And the idea is that you stress these people out enough across different timelines and eventually they could communicate Whoa. to each other or among themselves and VLR digs into it even more. But uh, each decision creates branching timelines and multiple endings. So you get to the whole like uh, the opposite of uh, the entropy. So like you want to keep instead of having the universe constantly contract and wear down over time you wanted to constantly see uh, what is it sticky is that the word they use yeah, where like I think so, yeah. you wanted to branch off as much as possible every decision everything mm-hmm. um yeah i remember like uh, again this is spoilers but my very first ending on that game i remember it's like there it is there's the submarine there's my way off and then it's like i get killed by the four foot tall pixie girl with the pink hair who axes me to death while i'm floating into the sub i think she's in the next game (laughs) uh but what's great about this became kind of notable so 999 what at the time in 2010 was like i said it made some waves because it's on a boat uh, but and a better joke <laughs> would be that not to tell one, but it'd be explain explain myself. But uh, I remember at the time because outside of Ace Attorney, like Danganronpa wasn't a thing yet. So outside yeah, of mm-hmm. Ace Attorney, maybe the latent games, this blend of puzzle solving and a genuinely interesting story wasn't that prominent. Time Hollow was one game I remember on the DS that mm. people were like this story's cool and the game sucks. Right, nine 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 Hotel Dusk. Hotel Dusk was yeah. another one where like this is interesting at least. Yeah. Uh, and a cool story and whatever. But this was one that at the time people were like, this is actually for, like, this is just a b- pretty well-written book that you happen to play through. Right. And God help if you want to see the real ending because you'll have to right. do it two or three times. But it became kind of uh, notorious for the ending, which of all the things that you solve, all the ridiculous shit that, all the ridiculous stuff you go through, the last puzzle in the game is a Sudoku puzzle. And that if you can't solve it in time, oh God. she die like the person dies, and mm-hmm. that's that. But that can play into the game because this is, and again, this is all huge spoilers. So, uh, you create a morphic field with this person in one of numerous possible futures, so that that person can share the information back in time with the person stuck in the room with the Sudoku puzzle, such that they can solve it and not die in the past. Because in one of the numerous futures that they've created through all these experiments, one of them, somebody made it through. Mm-hmm. And so now with these morphic fields, they can communicate across time and space and send that information back in time. And now in her timeline, she doesn't die. 1885, the docks alive! Yeah. <laughs> Basically, I could have summarized it like that. It's more, complicated than, it's more complicated than that, uh, but that's the six minute version but that's what made me go that actually sounds really cool it's sci-fi it's like yeah yeah. Um, we'll do three songs so again all the music uh, wants to just back up either puzzle solving or I'm gonna lay some big science drops on you and I think uh, my memory of 99 was that it wasn't voiced it's just text so that's why VLR is a little better about like well at least I hear some voice acting and the voice acting is actually pretty decent Uh, but up first is uh, three songs from 999 the Turnery game uh, the kitchen room is one of the areas where this plays. The kitchen, you solve a puzzle there. 
as well as Extreme Extrication. There's a lot of uh, intense words like that. But again, we'll do uh, the Ternary game and Extreme Extrication from 999.
Yeah, that one's definitely closer to Dungun. Yeah, the last one for sure. I could see a concerned anime face talking about a beer. I mean, you described it. It sounded like Danganronpa's premise on a boat. <clears throat> it's, it's very similar in a lot of ways. Yeah, they they are like. That's it, my only familiarity. It's like the same audience, but the the end result is pretty different. Mm. Whereas, yeah, that's like, true. Dungan is like. I mean, I don't know. You play more Dungan than I did, but like they just there's, there's I have a hard time articulating why they're so different. But I think like the characters in that are a bit more fleshed out. They feel more like I don't know realistic, and they interact. I don't know this but game. They, it always felt to me like it was like you know a Murder on the Orient Express, like I said before, mm, where it yeah. was like it felt like I'm reading a mystery story, and uh, Dungan sort of felt more like this is a thing that's happening. You know? Okay. So yeah, bad explanation. And it starts out with uh, intentional tropes. And flushes them out from there. I mean, you know, let's not say that uh, Dog on Rampa doesn't have its share of tropey tropes. But that too, was the right? whole point. Like, <laughs> right. they started as being the most tropey. Right. In this yeah. Area. Yeah. And then they 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 become more three dimensional from there. Yeah. yeah and and VLR, which we're getting really. into now, Virtue's Last Reward, which is the only one I played, but finished it, got every timeline version of it, and put that's about forty hours to see everything in it, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, loved it because it starts out with like, oh, let me guess, this cute anime girl is going to be this and the old man's this and blah, blah, blah. Right. And then as time goes on, it's like, oh, these twists are actually really earned because you spend so much time with these characters, yes. like dozens of hours with each character. Yeah. So that by the time why they're there is revealed, you're like, oh, really? Or you think back to like the prior 12 hours and you're like, wait a minute, but what about that scene? Mm-hmm. And you can go back and play it again if you want because the way this game works each of these decisions that you make is a branching point on a flowchart. Right. And once you play through to an ending, that kind of results in someone's death. Right. Or Choose your own adventure with your finger in the pages. Absolutely. Right. That is exactly what it is. And when you get to an end you don't like, you can go back to one of those nodes and you can resume from there rather than in 999 starting at the beginning of the game and playing through all these decisions again. And yeah, I think I kind of put my finger on why Dongon feels different from this. Because this game, like we said, it does, I think, puzzles organically better than Layton mm-hmm. does where it's like it's in the game and it makes sense. But the stuff in Dongon is just... You're looking for evidence in the rooms you're in and stuff, and it uh, feels like totally natural. I think. Right. It's not a game of death thing. It's like. Yeah, yeah. It's more of a sort of yeah, figure out the you know sleuth sleuth out the murder yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. So, Virtuous Last Reward was 2012 on Vita and 3DS. Uh, I played through this one on 3DS. Um, yeah. One big improvement, like I mentioned, yes, yeah, the ability to lead back and forth, uh, the choose your own adventure with fingers in the pages, um, but it also makes it more appealing to actually play through each puzzle and conversation as opposed to watching endings on YouTube, which in 999, you're like, I'll just watch the ending. Right. But because of this, it actually encourages you, like, no, go listen to every character interaction. That's the thing, um, right? Is it yeah. like, yeah, we complain about, oh, it takes so long to hammer through all this text, but it's like, yeah. you are theoretically reading and spending time with a character in a yeah. fictional world, so when the things happen, they matter a bit more. Yeah, and you play, in this game, it's a character named Sigma, who wakes up inside of an ele- elevator with a girl named Fee, uh, or Phi, I guess. Uh, you meet the rest of the team, that's and you're all trapped in this thing, and this robotic rabbit that makes lettuce puns at you. And is super sinister in this high-pitched voice. And yeah, the like, e-shop. you have to solve my puzzles! The yeah, the e-shop, e-shop rabbit, yeah. So, is, is weird a, turn. This evil twin. <laughs> um, but the gameplay otherwise is very similar. Uh, you solve puzzles in escape room settings. You have to pair off. Mm-hmm, and yeah. the pairings, people will, you know, grate on each other. Like, I'm not going with them. I don't trust them. And, yeah, which is cool. And sometimes you have to be the, you know, break up a disagreement. Or sometimes you get paired with people you don't want to be with. And each one of the... And there's a reason why you're paired off in this game. It's so you get in these after you solve a puzzle you get something and then everyone has these things on their arm that has a number on them and everybody has points and based on how the next phase goes if anyone's points drops to zero they're injected with this thing and they die if you try to remove the thing you die Mm -hmm. and the whole point is each time a puzzle is solved everyone has to come back into these rooms and play the ab game which Mm -hmm. is do you ally or do you betray and there's a whole lot of there's a whole bunch of studies about the ally betray thing about like how this actually works and like it's always in your interest to actually betray people mm-hmm. and to ally the way the points shake out like you are trusting the other person because if you both ally you both get the most points if you ally and be- the other one betrays the betrayer gets the points and if you both betray you get nothing right but it's like it, it it's just I don't I forget where I read some of this stuff but like there was this whole thing about like just betray people will mm-hmm. the worst case is you get a ton of points and they don't or you net zero and yeah so what if your trust is broken like you didn't lose anything right and right. so anytime you so betray- somebody's min maxing the narrative <laughs> yes yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah um but uh yeah let's see here it makes me funny i uh, think of like it might be a spike chunsoft thing but it's the playing this game I remember vlr the starting of it is so long 
it is so long yeah. before you do anything other yeah, than it, just read text boxes. And it reminds me of, like, the start of Dongon, too, where it's like, yeah, they all, this takes its time to get rolling. And it's like, you really have to kind of, like, sink your teeth in to start off. Yep. Them. It's like Persona, where you're mm, in yeah, this yeah. for the characters. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, the gameplay is fine, but, like, you, like, at least with Persona 4, like, set aside at least two hours to, to even start... And at least in VLR, you'll at least be solving a puzzle in two hours. Yeah. Whereas Persona, like, you might have taken control of your character. I don't remember, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. how long it takes before you do anything. Yeah. Um, but it's basically really, like, think Dark Knight on the boats with Joker. And he's uh, like, yeah. if you push the button, one of you's got to push the button before the other one blows up. And they're going to blow you up. And it's like, you're trapped in this room with your teammates. Tell I took it from you. Yeah. yeah. And, like, you have to... Devo. <laughs> Devo. Um, but yeah, that, that's that's kind of the nuts and bolts of it. But we'll do three songs uh, from VLR. One is Cabin, which is the first puzzle I went to do, which has one of the f- the first... It's one of the only puzzles in the game where I remember being like... And I hated that this was the first one I went to because I was like, Jesus Christ, is this what the game is like? There's like a poster on the wall, uh-huh. and you have to know to scratch a piece of the po- poster off. Oh, to yeah, make, yeah, And you're yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. why would I do that? <laughs> like, oh, yes, those scratching posters that we have to reveal things underneath them. Like that was the character Cat Branchman doing yeah, that. Yes. Andy Dufresne did that as well. Pairing <laughs> with its danciness, given that you're supposed to be looking at walls and examining screwdrivers or whatever, yeah, but, yeah. like, it is still good background music. And after that is Placidity. Uh, <laughs> wow, the, na- the names are great. Uh, and I think this is when, like, big conversations, exposition are happening. And then after that is Monitor. And there's another one that you just hear a lot, and it's a little mellower for puzzle solving and thinking about math and time, uh, which sounds boring, but bear with <laughs> Wait, me. Wait, come back. <laughs> uh, cabin, Placidity, and Monitor from Virtue's Last Reward. Thank you. 
So yeah, I just thought this was pretty cool. Uh, one, I just like this kind of music, this like pseudo-industrial dance yeah. house mix, mix, yeah, mix mash. You have no frame of reference for it other than Rampa, except for the first song, which sounds like a, a stretched out version of the Casio breakdown of Perf- Nine Inch Nails' Perfect Drug. Okay. Uh, it does. It, I'll take it. <laughs> swear to God, go go listen to it together. That was funny. Didn't we, we brought up Perfect Drug on 302010 recently? We yeah, because that album is 20 years old. Jesus. It's kind of interesting because I'm sure these games didn't have huge Titanic budgets, and sure. I'm not saying it sounds cheap, but you can definitely tell that the music was made by like one dude or two dudes, mm-hmm. and it was probably just you know using a couple cents in a software suite. And, loops and, and a Casio, sort of. Yeah, I mean, it does feel like he's working with not a whole lot here, but that's he gets a lot of cool sounds out of, it, and he does that extremely Japanese thing of just like here's a bunch of stuff, I'm just gonna mash it all together. It's like here's yeah. some early aughts uh, electronica, here's some yeah. soft industrial, and yeah. I'm gonna put some breakbeats in here too. And I loved your you typo go. positive. Typo positive. Uh, yeah. Look it up, kids. If it doesn't, if that doesn't sound like a joke, but rather descriptive, <laughs> <laughs> trust me. Uh, all right. Um, so the last game, the prior game, nine nine nine, was about morphic fields. Virtues as reward. Uh, I said in 2028, uh, in this entire experiment, again with spoilers, is to give Sigma and I think it's fine. I never remember. Uh, the precise parameters so that their powers will develop. And they are two people who have these kind of like superhuman abilities to talk to them, their other selves in different timelines. Yeah. So they can one ex- of them has a key in their stomach and you have to ah. get it out. Oh. Is that a data from... Uh, That's from Saw, isn't it? Like you have to like... Oh, uh, I only saw the first one. Right, two, never mind. Uh, <laughs> uh, they can experience multiple timelines, and I, th- I believe, because again, it's been over a year since I played through it, but I think they retain the information of each timeline. So when you play through and they find something out, because right. in this situation, this conspirator is outed, and you find out, you can go back in the other timeline and be like, well, I know this person is a villain, but I can't really just outright accuse them, because who's going to believe me that... Because um, half the game is you, you think you're having hallucinations or... You're not sure that you're actually jumping through timelines necessarily. Right. Even though as a player, you're like, I know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. In the game, your, your character is like, why am I waking up and this person's alive and now I'm over here and I thought we opened this door? And there's a lot of cool st- moments like that. Um, and I think the ultimate goal of everything is to Schrodinger's cat the entire planet. <laughs> uh, because a huge plague has wiped out almost all the Earth. Radical Six on has wiped out almost all the life on Earth. And so this is... Uh, set up in a isolated station to find this perfect scenario where you find a way to figure out who set those events in motion uh-huh. so you can go back in time with your consciousness to the prior dates of that you know uh, virus like- being out you know sent into the general population so that you can prevent it but it's like the whole Schrodinger's cat thing where like until you open the door and leave this chamber, yes. the world may or may not be blown up. Right. Or may or may not be whatever whatever the case is. But yeah, it, it all boils down to that. But it's the journey of how you get there and the characters and how they all relate to each other and who put who where and why. Like, right. that's what's fun about the game. But I had to be told this stuff to me. You go, that's what the game's about? Like, I just assumed it was some anime escape room game where they're right. all like, oh, but I love you. And it's like, no, <laughs> there's no weird love triangle. There's none of that stuff. It's it really, just hard hard sci-fi goodness. Yeah, it sounds like an early Suda51 game, like, plus Yokotara with, like, the near kind of thing. And yes. it's just, like, where yeah. it's unrepentantly, like, playing with, like, you know the players interaction with the game as a timeline thing and then yeah, yeah yeah no it's tons of fun and uh you are supposed to go back and prevent the outbreak and all that um mm-hmm. but we'll do three more songs uh from vlr because this is the one i finished so we're spending most time on it after that is confession uh way slower than the rest but it is a pleasant and an impactful song that you'll hear during the game uh then clarification I think this is one of those where some serious shiz is dropped on you where i think they finally start explaining okay. and i was trying to find a good clip of like just summarize this, but it's just one of those things where as each sentence ends, it's, it begets another sentence to explain that one. Sure. And then I just remember like drinking coffee and having the the final, like, this is what's been going on dumped on me that I really, you know, summarized very poorly a minute ago. But like, I was like, that's what, that's so neat. Um, but that's cool. And after that is divulgation. Uh, and again, lots of stuff dumped on you because so much exposition happens, but it is at least for a purpose and serves the story. So this is confession, clarification, and divulgation.
can all kind of blend together uh, when you're just listening to it back to back. But that's kind of the point yeah. in a game where the music needs to kind of be in the background. Right. And you need to be concentrating on a puzzle or yeah, yeah, yeah. the dense topic at hand. Uh, I think it's only because, you know, I don't know, I pay attention to the game music that much where I go like, that was a cool song, that was a cool song, I need to right. remember what this one was. And for over a year, I've wanted to do this episode, but... I think, and again, basing this solely off Don Rampa, they have to be good songs because you hear them yeah. a lot, yeah. and they don't get old. Yeah. Uh, they can they can loop after like a minute or two, and yeah. they're, they're, they're distinct, uh, distinct, well-written, but still pleasant enough to, mm-hmm. to loop over and over again without bot without it, like yeah. i don't know i can't think of many other games that can do that it's that whole like rpg battle music thing yeah. of like yeah, yeah this better be good yeah <laughs> or you're fired it's sort of incidental music or whatever yeah, yeah. it's a uh, kind of funny too just again like the blend of sounds there of just like it sort of sounds like trance and like really low bpm acid house and then <laughs> here's an acoustic guitar on top yeah of it. i like, love that uh yeah borderline godzilla roar <laughs> like running your finger down a ju- the, the longest chord on oh, earth yes, basically yes. the entrance uh, whatever the chord that Dean Ambrose's music starts with <laughs> <laughs> um, after that after Virtue's Last Reward uh, was Zero Time Dilemma which only recently came out near the end of 2016 on 3DS and Vita and what's interesting about Zero Time Dilemma is that there's a 400 page NeoGAF thread about no, nobody got their replica wristwatch things? Is that is that did that happen? I think so. Yeah. Oh, that yeah, sucks. It was hard to get. And our, our buddy Aziz sent us a copy, and I, oh, yeah, I, yeah. I missed the entire controversy. I don't yeah, even I know how too. Aziz got one because Carolyn pre-ordered it like immediately, and mm. it was like because this is one of those games. This is the kind of game you pre-order. Mm. Like you don't need to pre-order Halo, whatever Assassin's Creed. <laughs> like it's going to be there. Trust yeah, me, yeah. it's going to be there. But like yeah. you learn as a as a as a weeb, as a borderline <laughs> weeb, or veering into full-on weeb, you will since the 16-bit days. You'll be like, oh yeah, I probably should pre-order this really obscure thing because there's no guarantee my store will even like Panzer yeah. Dragoon Saga. I think is the one that burned my friends who, who had Saturns. I never had a Saturn growing up, but like two of my fr- the two friends who did wanted one, one pre-ordered, one didn't. Mm. They got two copies. <laughs> yeah. My that friend, it. that's it forever. Yeah. That's all they ever got. So my friend who pre-ordered got it and the other one was gone immediately. And the other friend's like, God damn it. <laughs> like, so ever since then, wow. it was like if there's an obscure JRPG or that, like, yeah. and it's not even even smaller things, publisher generally, absolutely yeah. smaller publisher too, where it's like, yeah, Tales games used to maybe fall in that, but they're pretty well established at this yeah. point. You or, can or your pre-order doesn't go towards a tally that's going to be uh, spat about during a public uh, stockholder conference call. Like, yeah, that's so not have... where it's going. It's just to, like we might need to ship more of these. Yeah, uh, that, that's it goes to goes. Hiroshi being able to re-up his Suiko card <laughs> to get to work. <laughs> More of a, uh, as long as it's got pe- the penguin on it, I'm yeah. good with that. Uh, but Zero Time Dilemma is interesting because characters, so one, a characters from 99 and VLR recur because this is, all, they, they are all connected, but again, I did not play 99 at all. Mm. So you do not need to have played it to play Virtue's Last Reward. Mm-hmm. It helps with some of the big revelations, but I could infer from the story, like, oh, this is clearly they know each other because of what happened before. Right. But with Zero Time Dilemma, it is. The aforementioned giant outbreak that takes place, th- and the whole game leads to trying to prevent that. Mm-hmm. Zero time dilemma is the moment that happens. So it's kind of like you hear. Well, I was watching gonna, Brett's faces. He's like, "All right, how am I going to hash this out?" It's well, it, it's also because I, I these are these are spoilers. But I'm trying. To, one, I haven't played Zero Time Dilemma, so the, okay, you, okay. there's no. Real big spoilers here. If anything, it'd be retroactive to Virtue's Last Reward spoilers. But it's basically like you heard about the Clone Wars all the time. Well, not all the time. There's a couple of throwaway lines in Star Wars about the Clone Wars. Like, oh, there's probably some big war that happened, whatever. And then we <laughs> needlessly spent however long it was uh, showing that. I guess mm-hmm. the shows were better about it than the awful, awful movie. But um, this is a case where you keep hearing about, oh, this huge, this big moment where the world blows up and everybody gets sick. What and is it, the most depressing, awful event in the history of the world or whatever? Yeah, it's like, uh, and you you realize you're trying to stop that. This is that moment where mm. that this game becomes, all right, we made it. We're, we're back in time, although you didn't really go back in time at all. That's the extra layer of the future affecting the past. Um and you are now there trying to stop the crazy thing from happening. Right. And because I haven't 
played it, it was hard to pick out music, so I, I grabbed a couple that people seem to gravitate towards. One is the trash disposal room. <laughs> um, but they called it out as one of the cooler rooms, like a puzzle that, that really stuck out to folks, so I put that in here, because if you did play Zero Time Limit, this probably reach sticks out to you. As well as the transporter room, uh, again, saying on this is pretty early, and it was very hard for how early it was in the game. But these are two songs then that stuck with people. So this is the trash disposal room and transporter room from Zero Time to Limit. Much like the art styles of uh, the three games, slightly different, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, the art styles are so wildly different. Uh, I was actually going to ask a question about that. Was one of the guys that did the art for the first or second game one of the guys that did the art for Capcom versus SNK two? Oh to look it yeah, up now that I think about it, maybe it is. Hmm. CBS two is Kinu Nishimura. Oh. Uh, looking it up. Oh yeah, it was her for nine nine nine. Yes, nice. So there you go. But, I'm, a, I'm a good artist recognizer there you, boy. There you go. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, the, the art style for nine 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 is close to VLR, but they're they're still different. Yeah, and then zero time dilemma kind of got some flack because like it's weird polygonal, mm-hmm. like three D character models in the game. And, which they were polygonal in Virtue's Last Reward, right. but they were a little... I don't know, the style was... I don't know. I, I like that style more, and for whatever reason, the, the, the ZTD music, <laughs> or the art style, didn't re- leap out to me as much. Even though the art, when you look at the, the soundtrack online, like this cool art of like... A, this woman has a guy's head in a vice with a gun to yeah, it. that as art well. is like, very rad. That art is yeah. cool as hell. It almost uh, looks like um, Vanillaware, kind of like... A little bit. Yeah, Dragon's Crowny. I mean, it looks like... A, a fine, a fine piece of art. Like, oh, what, yeah, what a, what a nice piece of work. Um, but that scene of the show, uh, this is one of those episodes. It's a little weird because it's a trilogy of games that I've only played the middle one. Yeah, and I played the first one. Chris didn't. Chris played the last one. Yeah, right, right, right. I played, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I played yeah. the one that's not out yet because that's the theme of the game. I unlock <laughs> yeah. the puzzle. Chris is on a different timeline. Yeah, yeah, if your timeline awesome. in the future could go back and, and bail you out from this moment. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> tell you about the game. The president's dead, but he jumped on that grenade for all of us, right? Am I right? <laughs> That's what happened, yes. What a hero. Uh, but you can find out more at VGEmpire.com, video game music podcast on iTunes. I did finally get the feed to ping itself and update <laughs> such that uh, all of the episodes are now on iTunes. For whatever reason, like it just wouldn't. It would like stop at like thirty seven, uh, uh, and wouldn't thirty seven, uh, yeah, and wouldn't fix itself. So I just kept poking at it for the last few weeks, and then finally it got it to uh, recognize itself. So if you're a newer listener and we're like, oh, the show only the feed only goes back to like the thirties now, all the way back to the first episode in twenty eleven, goes we, all the way back to the nineteen thirties. We were so. We, that's my favorite game song. <laughs> we were so young. Um, but VG Empire on Twitter. And again, I read all the comments on the site. So if you uh, dig the show or whatever, just leave a comment on the site. I love reading it. Especially if there's other songs from this series that stuck out to you. Or if you have some thoughts on the plot. Because this is one of those games that was all about characters and stories. Yes, Much like yeah. Dan Gan or Layton or Ace Attorney. It's just it's a, one of those games where it's like you're either all in or you're not. Absolutely. All. Yeah. Uh, and I just decided I'm going to be all in. Even when I was like super irritated at like how <laughs> tedious a puzzle was. I was like, yeah. just pay off. And now, th- and when I did it, I'm like, that did was it, so did it cool. Did require you to cheat or like look up the solution? There were by the time I got to like 25, 30 hours, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, look, <laughs> I'm in. I got to see this through. Like, I'm in. T- I'm interested in the story. Mm-hmm, I'm yeah. inve- but I, I don't want to just go read synopses. I want to play through this. So I will give every puzzle a first pass. Mm-hmm. And if within the first time I get to it, just like. I'm at a complete dead end. Yeah. Then I would look it up because I just want to get through this. And it's I like how you have to play old adventure games today too, where it's sure. just like I'm not going to sit here and bang my head against the wall for like yeah. an hour. I'm just not. Yeah. Most of them, I finished probably ninety percent of the puzzles, mm-hmm. but there were some where I'm like, there's just certain puzzles you know you're not good at, like certain types of puzzles yeah. where when one comes up, when one of them comes up on the screen, you're like, move oh, this one piece and it moves three other pieces, uh, and I'm just like, reset. Tell me what to do. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the Mario's question block I can hit that says yeah, exactly. baby, baby mode P-Wing? <laughs> Fly me over That was this. the thing, uh, was that the mobile versions of these games didn't have the puzzles in it, that's, right? Yeah, something yes. like that. It's just yeah, a story? Yeah. It's just a story, I huh. believe. Yeah, yeah, Wow, man. Well, that's an option. Uh, the puzzles add something to it because it just it forces you to spend that much more time in that world. Yeah, Plus, there are, there are character interactions whenever you try to do something that doesn't work or they're like, what are you doing? Or right. there's, there's fun asides like that, but... Uh, again, thanks for listening. Um, if you guys have any plugs of your own that you want to get out, what's, uh, what's a book they could read? A book they could read? Uh, the new Jim Crow. Really interesting read. <laughs> it's and that's that and more is on Audible. Audibletrial.com/slash/lasertime. Get your free 30-day trial on your free audiobook. Man, wow, I've done too many that. of those. Look at that. Uh, game books include <laughs> Game Over. I just I just got Game Over. That's there, really actually. good. That's um, if you're a Nintendo buff and you haven't read Game Over, it's essential reading. It and really, our, our buddy Chris Baker's book, Wrong. That's cool. It's too. really fun. All of uh, comic nerds pointing out to nitpicking every single. Uh, comic book continuity error in comic book video games yeah, in, in a fun loving way because it, yeah. it's a, a formal Marvel guy who's yeah. like knows it front to back mm-hmm. and it's not just Marvel characters but it's like yeah. comic wrong book. by Chris Bra- Baker yeah that's on Audible uh, no that's not but that is on Amazon gotcha. digitally and uh, yeah yeah 
Nothing for me, really. Nothing really. Not not a thing. I mean, Twitter. I feel like pseudo bread. Not even Ron Paul. He must he must not have eaten today. (laughs) Blood sugar's low. Uh, (laughs) We'll go out with Bluebird, uh, one of the recurring songs people really dug from uh, the series. But uh, Bluebird will take us out again. Shinji Hosoe, the composer. Uh, Again, I loved VLR. I had a great time with it. Um, But yeah, give it a look. We'll see you next time.